0: Just take a moment to admire the fact I just
1: hit a fairway. There's there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? Wherever I go, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at
0: it's home! He's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my
1: life. Come on, man, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open
0: champion. everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fairy Finders. Welcome to episode number 36. So we had another semi-successful weekend of our betting last weekend. I am of course joined by Steve and Donny. How are we, lads?
1: How hey, are What's the story, mate? Yeah, we, we got close again. Um, so yeah. much stuff happened last week. I actually am very much looking forward to getting into it because... Watched a good bit of golf. I loved the whole Wednesday to Saturday of the farmers. I thought it was brilliant. It's very good.
2: Uh, yeah. Donnie's been Donnie's uh, been waiting to talk about this for about like since golf finished on Saturday. He's been sitting on his sitting on his hand just itching. He went he had went a bit loose on Twitter there one of the days. And uh, so <laughs> You're he, no if,
1: loose on Twitter.
2: If, if, if anybody wants a, a nine thousand one
1: banker. Um, according to Steve Kennedy, go on to our Twitter handle right now
2: at Finders Fairway and yeah. stick on this treble. It's a surf. Yeah, it's a surf. There you go. Yeah. Um. But bro, yeah, no, doing doing well. Golf betting wise, not well. Um. But the pubs have opened up in Ontario again, so I'm gonna go yeah. check out check out my local this evening for a couple of points of Guinness. Nice. And uh, gotta gotta catch a leaves game, man. Catch Tonight in in the in the pub, so. Uh, yeah, it, it's we're on the up, we're on the way out of of winter. I Boom hope is back, out of February yeah, is I think... February is tomorrow. We're a month closer to golf season, so yeah, it's all all That's positive awesome. on my ends. Now I just need to land this 9001 treble, and there'll be no stopping me.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, I think last weekend I didn't catch too much of the golf. I saw bits and pieces. Um, I um, Tyrell, Tyrell Hatton got me a place, which was which was nice. Um, I actually thought again. I have just stopped looking at the golf come Friday evening man cuz it gets me too excited. I see my player in the top 2, top 3 and I'm like he's fucking winning and
1: See this is what happens when you're sharing screenshots on Thursday afternoon like in awesome. big time. It's, it's... never ever going to end well for you, you know. Not no
0: never. So I'm just going to stay quiet like like I did with the um with the with the Matsuyama pick. I stayed quiet until about
2: that's because you didn't watch Annie Brew and you just saw and you just saw that he was up there. So you decided to chirp that's in like, I, when... I was like, oh
0: fuck, I do have a chance. I better turn him on now." And
2: Brew, when you have a golfer backed at, um, I can't remember the price in Russell Henley. That's five shots clear on a back nine on Sunday, and he <laughs> and he doesn't win. Then come talk to me about. Yeah. Heartbreak and, and leaderboard watching this because until then I I just don't want to hear it. It's uh, uh Henley
1: is a special case of heartbreak. Though. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um and what you can't be backing them in the first place. Of course yeah, you can.
0: Man. Oh yeah, well, no here, one so Donnie, you, you said that where you where are have, we gonna start? You, no, you honestly, there yeah.
1: were so many good plot lines um from the week's golf. I'm gonna start in Dubai. Uh, Dubai Desert Classic. So Victor Hovland won his third tournament in five starts. What Legend. an absolute Legend. monster! And he's just the nicest kid in the world. Um, he shot a Sunday 66 to get into a playoff. Uh, with Richard Bland, another brilliant story. Richard Bland, you know, recently, recently uh, went uh, under the knife, had some recovery time with his knee, and then just gets back to doing what he's doing. Like Benjamin Bland, they call him. Like he's not far off being champions tour. Um, he was very unlucky. He played quite well. Um, he just got edged out when Hovland made a great four and eighteen. But mm, arguably the biggest story that came out of the week was Rory just handed it to the two
2: boys. Um so I disagree, Donnie. I don't think he ha- I think he just hit a bad well, shot. He hit a bad I mean, shot.
0: I mean, I wholeheartedly disagree. Is- I I I think he apt, like, like, all he had to do, lads, was par. Uh, like, I'm well, sorry. Now, like, I yeah, but,
2: but, but Rory, no, 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 Rory's but a winner, this, you see. Rory's a winner. Rory, Rory, Rory had, no, but, Rory had a, a shot to a par five, knowing that if he made a birdie or an eagle, that the, the tournament was his. So, so he says, right, I'm I'm probably the best golfer in the world. Well, I think I'm the best golfer in the world. I'm in the middle of a fairway. I have a, a whatever it was, three, was it three wood, five wood? I don't even know. Uh, Sticks why, in the water. Why uh, are we only talking about eight, because that's that's the that's the moment that everyone is that's, really. what's going, that's what's I, going viral on Twitter, Donny. You know what I mean? I just I think, think overall,
0: oh I think overall, poor game management by him and the caddy. Hundred no,
2: percent. I disagree.
1: So I want to roll it back to seventeen. Um, so 17s drivable power four. Rory's standing there, knowing that he's got a power five, a three, split in two, and a drivable power four. He just needs to make it, make a birdie, make a three, make a four, pick up another. Uh, uh, Dubai Desert Classic, which would have been his third one. So look, this isn't the biggest day of his career. He's probably forgotten it within half an hour of it happening. But he drives. Uh, he takes on the green on 17. Yeah, everybody was 100% green light. Puts it in a bush. Um, that's when things first start going viral with pictures of Rory McIlroy in a bush. Uh, somehow makes his par. So right, take this as the mindset. You have put the ball in a ditch you like and in the circumstances it was a huge huge mistake right on 17 stands up onto 18 okay somehow he has saved his tournament by making a four out of a bush and then pipes in the middle of 18 crack and drive okay good stuff we've saved it we're through the turmoil he i think yeah listen it was 267 carry over water he did need to make a birdie yeah, Rory McIlroy.
2: Yeah, he probably takes the shot on. You're he not hits. telling me you're late, as good as no, good as no, McIlroy. Are you telling me what yeah. you you wanted him to take a, a pitching wedge out and leave himself no, over, no, no, twenty? No, no, like, no, that's no. not that's I'm, not how I'm, he plays. And he no, went. No, I don't it. want to
1: be. No, and I, I'm not being a hindsight merchant. I don't I don't want to be because that's what it sounds like been, been, to me, Donnie and Brew. He's playing such a I'm on that. Merchants.
0: I'm saying I think if you are a shot behind the leader on 18 and you need a birdie, do it. Like you don't.
2: Yeah, but you can end the hole. You can
0: end you shot right the game right on the 17th. It's I like this, and you're into a playoff, and then Steve, you give you whatever special Steve, shot you
1: answer, want. Lads, answer me this question, right? The only place where he's dead with that second shot from 267 is right. The only place he's dead. Mm-hmm. If he sticks it left in the middle of a grandstand into someone's fucking pint glass, He gets a drop, he gets up and down, all is rosy. How is he? Hang on a second, right? Hang on a second. We're talking about one of the best golfers ever. We're talking about one of the best ball strikers ever. Two six seven green light. He was hitting a cut in there, got excited, and cut the hole off it. It was a 50-yard slice. Yeah, it was a bad, it was terrible. Why is he put... Yeah, it was a terrible shot selection. Mm, He can hit a 10-yard draw in there. He can hit a 10-yard draw in there, (laughs) catch a piece of that green, and he has a pretty... Relatively yeah. straightforward, up and down. Yeah, but obviously, so, the, the distance... if you're a golfer, if you're a top, just let me finish the point. If you're a top golfer, do you not have the course management
2: skills to be able to take out the one part of the golf course where you can't go? Yeah, of course. This, this isn't Tiger Woods PGA Tour golf game, like you know what I mean. You can't just like hit the like put the analog stick back and and get yourself eighty percent. You so if if McIlroy his his. Uh, you saying if
1: McElroy, if
2: McElroy tries to hit a draw he could hit a slice. No, as in he'll he'll the, the distance wouldn't be right for him to hit a draw because obviously if he draws the ball it's going to go an extra whatever amount of yards increased distance he gets off off a draw. So what, what McElroy did is he hit a he basically said what's my highest percentage of finding the center of the green here and give myself a an eagle chance and that's to hit it hit a cut which he yeah. does time after time he hit a bad cut. Like, McElroy doesn't go up onto a, he doesn't stand in the middle of a fairway saying, I, I, what I'm going to try and do here is I'm going to try and get somewhere near the green or I'm going to try and, you know, maybe if I miss it left. He, like, he doesn't have that in his head. He says, I'm going to hit a, I'm going to hit a cut here to as close as possible to the, the center of the green as I can to give myself a chance. Like, that whole, what you're saying is he should have hit a draw. So if he gets the, the shot wrong, like that's not how he thinks because he's he's that good and he, he wants yeah. to go and win well, the golf tournament. I mean, you know what I mean? unfortunately,
1: like, unfortunately for him, um he he ended up putting in the water, uh he hit one to about he, he hit his fourth shot to about eighteen feet and it just slipped by the edge. So it was the two boys in the playoff, Hovland won again. Um I just maybe, yeah, another kind of day that
2: might irritate Rory. Uh it will, but, but it's building, it's building for um, Augusta in April. Do you know what I mean? It's it's another stepping stone towards that another close call yeah he didn't win it but as far as i'm concerned all this is gearing towards april for him and uh take taking home that green jacket which i think he will do but that's another another conversation hmm. we shall see yeah, yeah. i mean if, if, if,
1: if, another kind of another like obviously listen irish irish podcast i did want to just make it known that harrington finished tied ninth yeah a really strong week for him um I am convinced he's gonna win this year and, and I I'm not saying he's gonna win a major or something, but I think he'll win something on the DP World Tour this year. Um oh, his game seems really close.
2: If I you don't get think will, in in a I kind Danny,
1: Well it's okay. You're you're entirely allowed to
2: disagree. seniors it's tour, kind of, maybe like that. he might he might win I think he's gonna play a bit on the seniors tour. I think he'll probably win something there, but well when when does he turn fifty? You have to be fi he, do you not have to be fifty. No, he's played. 20, yeah, yeah, he's uh he played on the seniors tour. Sometime towards the end of last year. But anyway, that's not important. But I, yeah, I think uh, I can't I'm I'm not sure if that's right. is that right? What did he play on the seniors tour? Let me tell you now. Um Donnie, so he turns fifty oh, he, he turned yeah. fifty last year, oh, yeah. October twenty twenty one. So I think his time is gonna be distracted between playing playing the big events in the seniors tour, playing some D P world tour when it suits him. Yeah, look, look, I bet him top twenty probably, but I I don't think he's I don't think he has it in him anymore. I don't think not that he doesn't have the drive, but I just think that the kids now are too good. Well, you look I mean, at Richard Bland to be fair, but
1: Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of <laughs> at this point in time, if you're looking around, you've got a major champion who's fifty-one and Richard Bland is is giving it a good rattle every week. I, I'll stick by it. I I think Harrington will win one this year. I'd love to see
2: week. it. I would I'd love to see it, but I just I don't yeah, think so, it's gonna go.
1: Well, that, that was Dubai anyway. Um and yeah, just Hovland last word on Hovland. Uh I, I I think he's just I think I'm just gonna back one golfer for the US Open the way it's yeah. going. He's just he's just I, I, think, I just I think him. at the
0: moment, Donny, I totally agree. I think even I honestly don't even somewhere like you know maybe augusta that i don't think necessarily a 100 percent plays into hovland's game i don't think he
1: has the short game for augusta because inevitably you're gonna end up at a firm and fast augusta you're gonna end up in a difficult spot the thing about the us open is it kind of negates really good guys who have got really good short games it kind of doesn't matter because the rough is so long and tangly that it's just a lottery so Mm -hmm. Any inherent advantage you go with a great short game like Patrick Reed has is kind of eroded away by the fact that if you're
2: short-sided on the US Open, you're dead. It doesn't yep. matter if you're Hovland or Patrick Reed. Mm. Yeah, um, Donny, bro. I'd, I'd be interested to get your take on um the, the stat of the weekend for me, which is obviously your favorite player in the world and, and the, the, <laughs> the greatest player ever to grace the game by, we, by yeah, the sounds of the two John, John Ram is zero for six in converting 36 hole leads. Again, he again he was in contention. He had the, the tournament at his mercy. On Sunday, he was like he, plenty of chances. He went out and bogey one, which is inexcusable. One is a birdie hole, or at the very worst, a power hole. Um, you know what's what's going on with your boy Rambo? I think he's I think he's I mean, he's just not a, he's not a closer as far as I'm concerned. So so I've I've got lucky so at the people, US Open. For, for regular listeners <laughs> of the pod, they'll know that I'm. Uh
1: you know i'm i'm really big on john ram and i still stand by the fact that when it comes down the stretch and it matters that he's he's a killer and he's got that killer instinct and he's got like but that's the, that's you know,
2: factually wrong don't Do mean like you, like you can say something. that's like me saying well, this guy this well, guy well, is yellow well if we go is, factually. Right, well, isn't well, yellow.
1: If, you, if you if you steve if you want to play that game we
0: play go that on, game go go on, go. On, let's
1: play so um are the top 10 golfers in the world um, in their careers, the guy who has the highest win percentage is John Ram at nine point eight percent. I think that, Yeah, I think Morikawa is nine percent. So, I mean, if you want to play that statistical game, we can go down that road as well. Mate. That's fine. Yeah, but um, it's, it's it's factual, do you know I mean? He's not. He's not a. Would... Yeah, so it's factual what? that John Ram has the best win percentage of anyone in the world at the moment. So that's yeah. fact. That's factual. So
2: what are you talking about?
1: Um, talking, this could be the I'm first talking,
2: live on-air fight in the I'm podcast. I'm talking he can't he can't close off like if if you look at um odd, like odds versus like return on investment I guess or, or return for off a one a one dollar stake betting on John well, Ram you would be you, massively you, in the negative. You're talking because,
1: about um you're talking about yeah, like he can't close, but you can't though. It's it's so John. It's so how long how long ago was the how long ago was the U.S. Open? But the U.S. So Open like, was. July, yeah, seven months ago. Yeah, so seven months ago, John Ram was the first person in US Open history to birdie 17 and 18 and win the US Open by a shot. That was, that's seven months ago. Like, listen, I'm taking the point, he has not closed when he should have closed the last few times. That is true, and I agree times, with that. And I'm surprised times. at that. But, Steve, I think you need to. Uh, take the fullness of the guy's career and his ability into account seven months ago he did something no one has ever done in a u.s open to win a u.s open with birdie in 17 and 18 around tory pines which is not easy even when it's set up like last week so mm. you can't just be like oh he's uh, he, he can't close he can't close seven months ago he did something no one's ever done to win a u.s open like did he win that u.s
2: open or did someone hand it to him I, I would very much say it was handed to him by stays and thrown into the ditch on 17. Well,
1: well listen, I, I, to be honest, like, I even questioned the sincerity of that. I think you're just on the but, um, uh, fair. look To be fair, though, that I have one, to say,
0: I, I, I do kind of agree he has, definitely hasn't closed where he should have in the last few tournaments. But, I mean, he still has the highest win percentage. Like You, you could easily flip that script around and say, like, when's the last time Rory won a major? Why hasn't he won anything? Like, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm look, I'm just saying. It's a narrative that you can pick and choose the way you want to, but he definitely has. That's it, and
1: that's that's why that's why it needs a bit of balance and it needs a bit of perspective. Is the jury out on John Ram's ability to win? Yeah. Based on the last four tournaments where he's been close, yes. Yes. Based on his career, where he's a ten percent win percentage of his starts, I would say probably that's an argument that kind of falls apart a little bit quicker. Like, look, so Let's wait for the majors and see Yeah what
2: yeah yeah and look if this is going to be We if we
1: listen if we get to um the last always. major this year is Brookline, isn't it the US Open. If we yeah. get to and he, if if John Ram has blown it twice or even once
2: and listen, not even come close I I, I
1: I don't mind being wrong is a chance to learn for the future always. <laughs> so no listen, I'm, listen.
2: Like, that's a sincere thing to say right Donnie, I let, still let, think he's a killer. Let me put it this way right I so Rory went out and dominated a major, right? Um, he went out and won by however many shots.
0: Eight years ago, was it?
2: Congressional? The, yeah, went out and absolutely dominated a major, right? I mm-hmm. would say, I'd say John Ram, his U.S. Open win is the equivalent to Charles Schwarzel's Masters win in in two thousand eleven. A guy that got hot towards the end of the day, made a few birdies, and and snatched it, snatched it from the jaws of the feet, You know what I mean? It wasn't a case where, um, Ram was dominating the tournament Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He he snatched a away from Ustays and he made a mistake on 17. So look, I I do like John Ramon. I, I want to reiterate the point. I, I do like him. I do think he's a good golfer, but <laughs> it, it it sounds like it sounds like he's a second coming of Christ for the, the game of golf. And <laughs> I just I just think like he's not. He's, he's a great golfer. He'll go on to do great things. He'll win um I think I said on the last podcast I think Hovland will win more majors than than John Ram will by by the end of the career, but um, look, I, I wish him well. I wish you you two boys well on your your bets on him. Um, but it's going to be a lot of heartbreak for the for the two of you. Uh, come down Master Masters Week in particular. I know you're you're both very sweet on him, so um, yeah. Look, I've, I think I think we've said enough about John Ram personally. Yeah, but yeah th-
1: do you know, I think I think I've just realised uh, a way to tackle this. Uh, to tackle this conversation, tackle this topic in the future, I'm just gonna not talk and let you bury yourself, and that it seems like that's gonna be the way forward. Um, anyway, moving forward, uh, Luke List I was actually really happy, so Luke List won. Luke List stats for the last six months since July, um, you know, like eons ago when John Ram won the U.S. Open. Um, Luke, Luke List, List a, clo- a
2: closer. Luke List, Luke you know, List gets, gets it been- done. Gets it done on a Sunday. Or number Saturday one, even. Number one tee to green statistics in the
1: PGA Tour since last July. That was ahead of JT Ram himself and Danny Berger. That's serious golfing. Man. Um, I was reading in the wake of his win that he'd started working in the off season with a guy called Stephen Sweeney, who's a putting coach. And he was asked about what's been changing, um, and what have you been doing to improve your putting? And he says, "Well, basically, Stephen has got me. I'm kind of paraphrasing, um." to everything that i ever thought about putting the concept of putting is wrong so what did he get me to change everything (laughs) and he went from he was 189th in putting last year uh luke list was and i think last week he was like seventh or something so he wins his first title um close miss for the pod in that jason day at a scandalous price of 80 to 1 went close um so just a quick word on jason day if jason day is fully healthy again and fully focused Jason Day is a top town golfer in the world. There's no doubt in that. 2015, 2016, the guy was really, really fucking hard to beat. His strokes yeah. game data was John Ramesque. esque Let's not get sucked back into that. Uh, Bergy, no, but, he, but um,
2: he, won, he won multiple times, Daniel. I mean, Jason Day did.
1: Yeah. Um, so to save his back, Jason Day is now going on the outside and you can actually see it every time he does it. Um, his, his takeaway is now like JT's. But uh, I suppose it's a good way to to go from last week with Jason Day being close to this week. Um, he's eighty to one last week, and he's eighteen to one this week. Um, oh, Jesus so. Christ! I
2: think this this is a real test to see where he's at because um, he's he's in good form. He says he's back healthy again. He's at a course that he's done historically he pre- loves an it. event exactly. So I think this this a really test is yeah. Jason Day back or is he just kind of every now and then going to crop up with a a, a top 10 a top 5 or, or threaten to win so looking forward to see how he goes this week I, I think he'll be a popular pick
0: yeah well, also so, can I say he's... sorry just, just really quickly there Donnie just to, just really quickly before we brush past it really quickly Luke List beat Willie Z in the playoff yes um, he did and it was a tough one because A I love Willie Z I think pretty much all of us do here but B. If Willie Z won the one week I didn't fucking back him, I would have been raging. I <laughs>
2: know, oh, especially oh, no, a week, yeah, but a week a week late on him, it would have been it would. And he's another one this week that can he could go close again. Like he, he has, um, he has a game for for Pebble definitely, and it's it's not exactly a stacked field, um, because of the the whole Saudi Invitational, Donny, which I know you're itching to to chat more about. And well, I have um, to say, they,
0: lads, he he has to be. One of the dodgiest fiends I've ever seen on four footer. Like it, it, it is. It is
1: terrifying. It's it, the scariest thing I've it, seen. It is so. I think, I think. About you, seven years ago.
0: I think you um you retweeted it, Donnie, I think off our off our Twitter, but it was like, I don't know, maybe a two foot pot, and you'd swear you, know you you'd honestly right, you'd <laughs> swear he has never ever ever potted ever in his life the way he took back the putter like. <laughs> it gave me nightmares.
1: I'm, I'm genuinely starting to think it could be like a branding thing because he actually makes the shape of a Z with his putting yeah, stroke. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Shocking, oh, mate! It's, it's
0: so bad. But, but like...
1: he still holds. He has the worst yips in the Northern Hemisphere. Yet he still holds. He actually does hold some putts. And um, one stat last week about Willie Z before we properly preview Pebble on Saturday, he shot 65, and he lost strokes putting. Mm. and that was on the north course Yeah, I shows you how good his, how does that shows make how good sense? his
2: iron play is like. he's just oh. inc- and he's added distance off the tee he's bulked up a little bit as well apparently um, yeah he's,
1: he's added apparently he's added 15 pounds which has turned into about 20
2: yards and he wasn't short as it was yeah. so yeah teeth degree, it, he's just phenomenal and he was hugely accurate off the tee as well and now he's after adding distance to accuracy which means he has approach shots from the fairway more often than not it's just just fucking get a putter coach. Get a putter coach on and and you and you'll be a multi-time, multi-time winner on the PGA, even this yeah. season. If if and we put look, we put the Twitter poll up saying who's going to win first, um Zala Torres or Scheffler. And um the majority were, were wrong by saying Scotty Scheffler will win first. Yeah, to be fair, that was um, me. I hold my hand up. Yeah, I think Donnie, is, you mean the you majority were wrong. Cause it's it's just not gonna happen. Zalatoris is streets what ahead. What do you of, mean
1: they're of... wrong? Zalatoris didn't win. You fucking
2: yeah, honest. but he, yeah, but he's gonna win first. On it's it's fa- well, it's not fact actually, but it's it's um, <laughs> it's a strong. You're on. You're on one this week, mate. You're <laughs> strong, a weird. Out buzz this week. Strong belief. Now nah, listen, you're just very sensitive about John Ram. Tommy, I mean that's.
1: No, just, that's all I just it is. I just,
2: it's like just, it's like it's like I'm insulting your mother every time I bring John Ramos Not I mean. at all. I'm just I'm just trying to have a logical debate about the fucking thing. Uh, that's um, why I'm, that's why I'm using facts to back. But well, to, to be fair though, right?
0: With the thing with like we like Willie really Z is his putting looks fine until it gets to less than four feet. Which yeah, he, is like, he's a really good lag putter. Insane. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. His putting is good until he's like a foot or two away and he just like, he does his fucking, he does Zorro in the fucking ground and then attempts to put and
2: it's just shocking. shocking.
0: But it's
1: almost like, like the look of it, it's almost like, I don't know, fucking like, (laughs) just like, let's say you have it it's such an ugly and horrible and awful thing to see. as part of his game. It's like going out the gaff with like like fucking werewolf hairy knuckles or something. Like, it just get it fixed. I mean, he, yeah, he has like, to. Yeah. It, I just how did he get to this stage of his career and all the success
2: with that putting stroke? That's control? what I'd love to know. It's, it's so unnatural. Like,
0: yeah. But even how has how has has his coach not been like, look, Will, we need to fucking sort this out, lad. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if we sort this out, you could possibly be a top 10, top 15 golfer in the next few years. without it. it is. No, No, it but I'm just saying, yeah. sorry, even, you know, like consistently.
1: But that's but, the crazy thing. Without it, he's
0: yeah, still without actually, it he still actually is going to be yeah, a top 10 golfer. Meant, okay, maybe he could even break into the top six, top five, let's say, you know, but it's just... You can't be, you can't have this snatchy, weird, fucking, totally offline backstroke. Yeah, you putting it's, it's just sad. bizarre.
2: He can't, like, that's the thing. He still shot 1500 power around Torrey Pines, which is yeah. one of the more difficult yeah. golf courses around. So it's, um, look, it is working for him, but it could be, be something to improve on. But that's that's scary in a way because if he can even get 50 oh, percent better. Putting, so good. Yeah, Keith's if he can, if he can sort something out, maybe do a Bryson style putter or something or just just change it completely
1: well he, well he already has he's it like like his uh he's got the extra long putter half of the putter is a grip so he has anything but a traditional setup he has a claw grip he puts he puts uh it's it's his index finger his middle finger and his thumb and it's a claw and it like it's fucking brutal how, how, it like how how ropey is the is his like stock like like typical, normal, traditional putter
2: stroke. Yeah, I or just know. get get a lend of a putter off Tiger and just say Tiger, can I spend fifteen minutes with you just to get better at putting? Do you know what I mean? And bang, off you go. Yeah, should be like that just, simple. But
1: like, it's just, it, it's 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 mad. It's it's so weird. It's oh, I don't know. It it makes no sense. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> but but we love
2: Willie Z like and, and he'll win of titles. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Any other takes, Donnie? I know you're full of takes. Um, Um, The only other thing I
1: want to mention is Lydia Ko uh, won the Game Bridge in the LPGA. So (laughs) this is Lydia Ko's 17th win, including two majors, before the age of 25. And I always knew Lydia Ko was elite. I actually forgot what the start of her career was like. So she's 24. 14 of her 17 wins came before she was 20, which is insane like that is if that's not prodigious i don't know what is but um just a word of lydia co she was just classed she she won by a shot last week and i think uh leona Maguire was pretty solid tied 27th in the end um i think she struggled to make putts during the week Um, she would won over par final round which wasn't great
2: um but yeah it's great to see leona back in action this week too it is it is i'm sure she'd be a popular pick as well
0: Yeah, alright, so this week, so, I mean, do we want to start with Pebble Beach then, I guess?
2: Uh, we can't, Donnie. do you want to talk us through Saudi, or or will I dive into to Pebble Beach?
0: Can I, can I just give you a quick fun fact before we start?
2: About Saudi, is there about fun both. facts about Saudi?
0: About both, <laughs> about Pebble Beach versus Saudi. I saw okay, yeah. our buddy, Mr. Jason Sobel, tweeted us earlier, and I thought it was a very interesting fact. Gone so, This week's at t Pebble Beach Field, one top 10 player, three top 20 players, 10 top 50 players. Right. Saudi Saudi list, three top 10s, six top 20, 21 top 50. So more than Dublin, double basically in every one of those.
2: I think, Danny, any thoughts
0: on that?
1: No, not really. I got nothing... <laughs> i'm actually i'm actually going on um podcast strike we're talking about Saudi because uh because i couldn't give a box um really rich golfers like earning lots more money and only having to turn up so uh what's the fucking point to play in that tournament they're all getting paid anyway um yeah blah I, i've got picks in uh in pebble beach i've got picks in uh the al Khmer or is that sorry I've, I've mispronounced it's that I UAE it's one of the one of the Emirates. Yeah um I got a couple of picks on that but I've I've i just not I'm not covering Saudi. I would encourage anyone who's interested in Saudi please read Amon Lynch's piece for golf week uh this week is it golf week is yeah. sensational he it goes two-footed on all these guys who uh You say they're here to grow the game, and they're looking forward to dialogue and trying to improve past the situations in Saudi and all this kind of bullshit. It's like uh,
2: excuse to be a greedy fuck. Bingo. Um, He also refers refers to it as more eloquently. He does, yeah. He refers to it as the bone saw invitational multiple times as well, which I the second I read it, I was like, Donnie is gonna love this when he reads it. Love, I, well I
1: love Eamon Lynch because I just love journalists with integrity. Um that uh that stand up for a thing when things are wrong. So I hope uh I hope I, I have no hopes for it. I don't I don't give a shit. I hope it's incredibly boring. Um I hope someone wins by about ten shots and then Easy. maybe like disqualifies themselves in the 18th hole in some sort of noble turnaround and unveil some banner calling Muhammad bin Salman a murderous twat. that
2: would be Probably. nice. Yeah. But unlikely. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you, Donnie, as long as it's not DJ because I'd rather than get over the line so we can win our money. I don't and think then, anyone and then do it.
0: When they're still oh, sure sir,
2: money, money, sure. Don't worry about that. Money. Money talks Donnie you know I mean? anyway, money. look, we'll 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 crack into the um the, the t Pebble Beach Pro Am which is at the uh, Pebble Beach Golf Links in California. So it's a little, not exactly sunny California. It's up north, um, not too far away from San Francisco. Um, we are dealing with a reduced field. Um, well, not reduced, but reduced in quality for sure. Uh, so in terms of betting favorites, we have Patrick Cantley is your eight to one market leader. Followed closely by Daniel Berger, Will Zalatoris. You have Jordan Spieth, Jason Day, Maverick McNeely, Justin Rose, all under the the twenty eight to one mark. Uh, a couple of other names: Seamus Power, Matt Fitzpatrick, um, Kevin Streelman, and friend of the podcast John Murphy is also um, teeing it up this week. So I'm, I think we're all going to be keeping a close eye on him. I have had a couple of couple of quid each way on him just because. he's 150 to one so you have to have to have a couple each way on him but um, we're playing across three courses here so it's it's, uh, not just not just Pebble Beach but we're also playing at Spyglass Hill and Monterey Peninsula as well. Um, Spyglass Hill is a par 72 it's about 7,000 yards Um, Monterey Peninsula is a par 71 and it's just under 7,000 yards so all three of them are pretty um pretty similar in terms of of makeup obviously all coastal golf courses um they all the, the big kind of stand out from a stats perspective is looking at people who are strong on approach game so the last three winners of the event um so we had dan berger won last year he was sixth on approach nick taylor ranked 13th uh, on approach winning in 2020 and Phil Mickelson was number one on approach in 2019. So definitely a key stat to be looking at is who's um uh, kind of on top of their approach game over the last couple of months. So again, just to plug our, uh, our my own preview of the event on our website, fairwayfinderspod.com. Uh, I have a full breakdown of can strokes I, game can approach. I add
1: one, can I add one other stat that, to, to just further highlight the, the importance of strokes game approach? Please do, Donnie. Yeah. Um, all that is absolutely spot on and what I've based nice on this week. But uh, a few years ago, I'm going to say 2017, I guess could be wrong. Von Taylor won this. He was first strokes gained in approach. Have a guess what he was in putting that week. One forty-seven. Well, well, he was 95th. Uh, um, good guess. So 95th in putting. Uh, and it didn't matter he still won it because he hit the ball so close to the hole only many times. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, uh, about over, I think just over, a shade over 20% of approach shots traditionally in the last five years in this course have been between 100 to 125 yards. So another thing I looked at was the top five guys playing this week Who's bird, who have the best birdie percentage from that distance. And those top five guys are Patrick Cantlay, who's five, Peter Malnati, who's 100-1, David Hearn is 400-1, Snedeker is
2: 66-1, and the fifth is Seamus Power. Hmm. And uh, Brian Snedeker is a two-time winner around here as well. Uh, the, the greens That's were right. putting on their uh, Poana greens. So last week at, um, at Torrey Pines, it was a, a bent grass Poana mix, but these greens are pure... Poana, which is a very unique surface, mainly found on coastal courses. Um, so I again plug in the article, full strokes gain Poana Potters, um, which Matt Cooter is number one of over the last two years on tour. Um, so check that out at fairwayfinderspod.com. Um, and obviously, look, Pe- Pebble Beach, iconic course, seven major championships hosted there. Um disappointing really that it coincides with the Saudi Invitational because we're missing I,
1: I like, so what the PGA, for guys who don't know, what the PGA Tour have done Um they've allowed people to go to Saudi there was threat of sanctions, they couldn't really realistically do that, but they said anyone who plays in Saudi this week, yeah that's fine but you have to commit to two of the next three Pebble Beach AT&Ts, so that, made, that kind of will, will secure the,
2: the quality of the field for the next yeah. Like, three years. Yeah, but still this is smart we have DJ, yeah. DJ's a multi champion, Phil Mickelson's a multi time champion, and they're
1: you don't need to tell me, mate. It's a fucking it's scandalous and it's disgusting. And every single mm-hmm. guy who's playing in Saudi this week of the top names, um, I just yeah, I, I think I do think less of them. Uh, that's fine. why they won't give a fuck, obviously. What, you never know, you,
2: you know, never but, know. Um, Lowry 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 pulls out of Saudi Open because Donnie doesn't like him anymore, <laughs> yeah. Stop! Yeah. Stop the press! Um, but uh, anyway, Donnie, look. It's just the same. It's just the same. No, look, I, I get you. I get, I get you. I get you. Uh, Make what, isn't a good look. Do you know what I it? know? I know. I know. What? Look, why don't you? Why don't you? Um, lift the mood and pick us a winner for um, in in AT T Pebble Beach. <laughs> I'll
1: give you four. Well, I'll give you one winner within the four of them, hopefully. So I'm um, gonna take Seamus Power twenty fives. He is in the last six months. He's fourth in the strokes gained a stroke game total, that's 40 rounds golf, form's incredible, we know this had a wobble Amex Sunday we know this too um, but a huge improvement in his approach play he was actually on a, on um, the Bogeyman podcast recently, fair play to the lads for getting him on, it was a brilliant conversation, do check it out I actually really really enjoyed it um, he had a missed cut here last year, I'm not too bothered, uh, he's one good week away from locking up his Masters slot he's actually slid to 50th in the world rankings, so he's right on the bubble now um but 25 to one week in field absolutely all day long uh second picks mckenzie hughes uh recent forms pretty good he was second in the rsm behind taylor gooch in november and he was third in, in strokes End approach that week he missed the cut last week again i'm not going to be too concerned about that maybe the course just didn't suit him I think he can take advantage of a weakened field. He's shown that he's a really, really great ball striker, and um, he's also very nifty uh, on approach. So I'll take Mackenzie Hughes. Two more. Uh, mentioned him earlier. He wears a funny hat, so fair play to him. Uh, Peter Malnati's hundred to one. So he was. He was. I think I don't in front of me. He was top five in uh, in birdie percentage from one hundred to one hundred and twenty five yards his downside is he's quite a poor driver in pga tour terms he's not particularly accurate and he also doesn't hit the ball very far Um, but a short game spectacular that will help around these little greens Um, 100 to one we can field happy to take that price and then obviously i'm i'm gonna back john murphy as well i don't know where steve you're getting your 150 to one because he's 400 to one on paddy power um and whenever the top 20 market goes up i'll have him on that as well but yeah, Paddy Power right now you can get John Murphy 400-1 um, and it's also worth mentioning that he's playing next week in the PGA Tour as well. He's got back-to-back invites. So two really big weeks for him. Um, best of luck, John. Go well, mate. Enjoy yourself um, and just, yeah, take one shot at a time, I guess.
2: I'm looking through here. Bet placed earlier today 150-1 to one on John, Mar- John Murphy. Well, fuck you, Bet365. That's all I have to say. I mean, if you can read backwards.
0: Do You want to go ahead, there, Steve? With
2: your picks? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, so I've gone, <clears throat> I've gone for three picks. So one is a a shorter priced, one is mid mid tier, and the other is hundred to one plus. Um, I have back John Murphy as well, just for um, well, just because you have to, don't you? Uh, could go well. We'll we'll see. First time in Pebble professionally, obviously, is going to be um, going to be tricky for him, but uh. If I had got four hundred to one, I would have been much happier than fucking one hundred and fifty to one. But anyway, um, so pick pick number one for me is Maverick McNeely. Um, I got him at twenty eight to one. Uh, with bet three six five five places each way. I think he is a little bit shorter. Um, in some of the other firms, um, but so McNeely, he's a Californian, um, Californian boy. He's well used to, um the the course set up he's, he's excellent form around pebble beach and this event particularly um so he finished a uh, runner up here last year and he also was fifth in 2020 so fifth and second back-to-back years obviously a course he's very familiar with um and of and course he performs at he in terms of potting is his huge standout so he's In terms of putting on Poana Greens over the last couple of years on tour, he's fourth um, of players in the field. And last week in Torrey Pines, which is similar enough putting surface, he was uh, seventh in the field. So um, McNeedy, he turned up on the last day, Saturday. He had a a very, very good chance of winning. Uh, He was three off the lead, I think it was, and and just went backwards, ended up shooting a, a 75 and played his way out of contention. So he's in good form. He's gone close a couple of times. He's back at a a course that he likes on a putting surface that he likes as well. And given the fact that it's a weakened field, hugely weakened field, to be honest, I think he's going to be licking his chops saying that this is probably my big chance to to go and lose that maiden tag. So uh, McNeely 28 to one, he's the main bet. Bet number two is just a pure course form. Um, player which is Kevin Streelman, um, 50 to one, bet 365. Um, so Kevin Streelman, form wise, he's not great to be honest. He made the cut last week, but regardless of what form Streelman shows up in, he always comes out and uh, turns up and, and puts a, a performance in. So since 2016, his finishes have been 17th, 14th, 6th, 7th, 2nd and 13th last season and those are yeah those are a mix of coming in off a missed cut coming in off a t40 um or coming in in good form so whatever sort of form he shows up in um he always comes up and and gives you a run for your money at pebble beach he's won twice on tour so he has that little bit of winning experience which is key in terms of this course itself it kind of explains itself from his finishing positions but he's number one strokes gain total around pebble beach over the last five years so i just think that little experience edge going back to somewhere that he likes and he's real real steady eddie type of golfer as well and um, so i would be shocked if he's not up there um, within a, a few shots of the lead on sunday so 50 to 1 on strillman and then last but not least i am taking another two-time winner another steady eddie type of golfer is uh, is chez reevey so Ches reevey is a 100 to 1 uh, I got him on Paddy Power, eight places each way. So with him, uh, Streelman is number one, strokes gain at, at Pebble Beach over the last five years. And um, Ches is number two o- over that time. In the last four years, he has two top 20 finishes here. He was runner up in 2018. And um, as I mentioned, he's won twice on tour. 2019 Travelers was his most recent win. So he's not, a, not afraid to get in the winner's circle. Um, He was number two driving accuracy last year, so he's going to get a lot of opportunities in the fairway. Uh, And the last six months on uh, the PGA Tour, he has been uh, seventh in strokes gained approach. So he's going to hit a lot of fairways. He's going to hit a lot of greens. um, He's a decent putter around here based off his um, good finishes over the last uh, three, four attempts. And I just think hundred to one in, in this type of field is, is massively overpriced on him, particularly if you're getting eight places each way um with with Paddy Power. So three picks for me. Uh number one is Maverick McNeely, number two is Kevin Streelman, and last but not least is Chez Reevy at a uh, hundred to one. Nice. Good data, but yeah, that yeah really
0: good uh, picks I have to say. One well, one thing I will say is that you need to change your uh, odds provider because John Murphy's four hundred to one. On William Hill.
2: It's outrageous.
0: Uh, also, what did you get McNeely at? McNeely 28. Okay, sorry. I thought you said 25s earlier. No, 28,
2: 28. 28. That's okay. That's had a look on odds checker. It's the best I could find.
0: No, I did that that's very yeah. no, he's I got yeah, I got him at 28 to 1 on William Hill. Um so I was just I was just I was just double checking.
1: Are you taking him as well, yeah?
0: I'm picking him as well. Um uh, to be honest, I, I was looking at him, I wasn't gonna pick him, but I was only gonna go with a solo pick of of uh, of, of uh Seamus Power this week. I got him at a uh, thirty to one. But right, right. um doing a bit of more research there earlier today. I was I, I and after talking to uh, Steve, I was like, yeah, I think I'll uh, also take Mac uh, Neely. and John Murphy is four hundred to one on yeah. William Hill. Um, I'm we'll not gonna back power. him. I'm not gonna back him in the outright, but I I will back him in the top twenty market whenever that comes out because I think he'll be. Very, very decently priced in the in the top twenty market. If he's four hundred one in the eight so. yeah, you should you Absolutely. should get about
1: twenty to one on him. I'd say at least twenty five, uh, maybe. But yeah, so look,
0: yeah, again, my two picks: McNeely and James Power. I'm not going to repeat what 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 the lads are already said. I think because
2: it it he goes. um he's four hundred to one now on batteries. I put the bet on. I don't know three hours ago. And he's gone from one hundred fifty to four hundred in that st- in that time. So I got fucked oh, I'd say, that over there, I'd but... say
0: they, they like mix up the here. You <laughs> should you should honestly get on to them, Steve, and say how did he move that much because that's like unfair market value that is. So you can probably get that cancelled.
2: To be fair, I I have two dollars fifty each way on him. So I, I might just leave it leave nah, it. Right.
0: message them and be like change my odds. No Wait, give me my yeah.
1: price, man. It's that's the, the, yeah, no the gram.
0: Brand. That's, that's completely f- way off market value. Like, if, ridiculous. If if if, if you manage to fucking get about four hundred to one, and he was actually meant to be hundred to one, they'd be quick to fucking cancel your bet. I mean, you'd so. Never
2: forgive yourself if you didn't yeah. get that price. Hundred. Well, I'll, I'll jump. I I can just put the bet on again. Two two fifty. Try on him at four hundred <laughs> to one. So now, now I stand to win extra off him. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Look, whatever. We'll get over.
0: That's fair. Um. And yeah. So I guess. That's our picks for the Pebbled Beach. So there's three tournaments this, this week for anyone who doesn't know. Or two one, in
2: the world of Donny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next one is the Raz Al-Kamai. Kama? Apologies if I said that wrong. Butchered it probably, but I attempted it.
1: Uh, I would, I am going to plumb for the Raz
0: Al-Kaimah.
1: Yeah, it's got to be Kaimah. Sure, yeah. like, like Martin, uh,
2: yeah. like Martin so Kaimah
1: it's yeah it's the northern it's the northern um emirate of the uae uh it's oh, northern okay. so there's probably
2: freezing up there like um, That's, I'm sure it is yeah
0: yeah
2: um so look i'll i'll jump in and i'll i'll get mine out of the way so i, I just have the one pick for this and um, do any of you have any insight into the course or anything you want to share before i've not really go? looked into it i'm going uh, to be totally honest know, all with can, you guys okay look let's just let's just jump straight in right so my one one pick for the the week is uh jb hansen um the dane the great dane so jb hansen is a, a two-time winner on the european tour now dp world tour he's won once in dubai um as uh early as last year uh he has played this course twice in competition so this course hosted the uh, a challenge tour event in 2017 and it hosted the Challenge Tour Grand Final in 2018. So, JB Hansen uh, was seventh in the 2017 event and he was 13th in the 2018 event. So, very good course for him. Um, as I said already, he's won in Dubai. He's comfortable with the conditions out there. Um, he last week in Dubai, so he's basically played in Abu Dhabi and played in Dubai. Two really, really stacked fields. And I would probably say, feels above his quality. If, if you want to go that far in terms of Makarai Morikawa, this field is obviously uh, much reduced. in when, when you have Burn Vriesberger's 10 to 1 favourite, you know, there's a a difference in quality from the week before. So JB Hansen, he opened with a 65 in Dubai last week, uh, which obviously shows what he can do. He did follow that with a 72, 81, 75 finish to drop him. Um, way out of contention or, or way yeah way, that way is out of um hits, that yeah is look it, it's not great but look i'm i'm a i'm a glass half full man so i'm taking the 65e shot, shot one. yeah but look i'm gonna take the 65 with a uh you know i i think he can produce that again he's in a place that he's comfortable in and the other big thing he finished 2021 with six straight top 25 finishes um which is Excellent form on the the DP World Tour, so thirty five to one in this type of field, I think it's it's overpriced. I think he's a guy that's going to be up there come uh, come Sunday, and he obviously I has a lot of course form, course, course form as, well. as well. I was very
1: impressed with him in November in the, at the DP World Tour, yeah,
2: top ten finish.
1: Yeah, he was very good. Um, yeah, I like that pick.
2: Yeah, so,
1: true. have you got any?
0: I do. I, I've won. I've won. Pick. Um, it's very recently by his type type pick. Now I'm not going to lie. Um, but someone who did catch my eye in a small bit that I watched last week was um, Adrian Moronk. I'm probably saying that name wrong. He's the, no, he's the Polish like um, player. Um, he ended up actually T4 over the weekend and he had a 66, a 67 and then had a 71, 72. So he had a disappointing Saturday and Sunday and um, and you know, I think if he can manage to do similar to his first two rounds, um, this this weekend, again, I think he I got him at apologies, I got him at twenty two to one. So, you know, again, very recency biased I know, but um I think it's 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 pretty good value and to be yeah. honest, no one else really stood out too much for me. I
1: I like him. I like him. I, I think it's a I think it's a shocking price to be honest, but I really like him as yeah. a golfer. Um that's what
2: put me off. I head. actually I he bumped into his dad him.
1: in uh in November. I followed him on uh the Sunday, on the Sunday at DP World Thursday, we were dividing and conquering. And I actually yeah. bumped into his dad and obviously they were all had Polish flags, uh oh, draped sick. around. With
0: them. Yeah,
1: uh, There was five or six of them there and they were all cheering on their boy and it was very wholesome and he seems like a lovely fella and he loves his mammy and he's a hell of a good golfer so uh, I, I'm keeping a close eye on Adrian Moronk but I'm never going near
2: him at, at like a price
1: as short as that personally.
2: Yeah he, he has cars for him bro, he, um, that Challenge Tour event I talked about, I think he was yes. T, T2 at that um, which kind of, I was tempted by it but when you get JB Hansen at um 35s yeah, and him at in 20s I, I just fair. said look he's one to watch out for it. definitely this he's going to be dangerous but i just i'd rather i'd rather take hansen myself but yeah no, each to their it. own each that's to their fair. own you know what i mean
0: yeah
2: that's fair and- i'm uh, i'm taking two as
1: i said i haven't done any i haven't done fuck all research so probably don't listen to me but i just like bullet uh marcus armitage 55 to one really like that price I was really another guy I was impressed with in November, but he did follow on the Sunday. He was tied twelfth last week at the Dubai Desert Classic. Um 55 to 1 for a guy who won a biggie last year in, in Germany. Um, I think it's a good price. And then just want to name check and mention that Tom McKibben is playing his first DP World Tour event this week, which is class. A uh, boy from up North, he won his first professional event there recently. Extremely highly thought of. Um, very, very good golfer. You can you can have him at three to one, similar to John Murphy. I would like to uh have a look at him in the top 20 market. Um, not based on it, other than a bit of national
2: pride. So, very best of luck to Tom this week in uh, in Dubai. Um, I think the other fella that stood out to me, I think Bob McIntyre is creeping down to uh, a, like a pretty must-back price at 25-1. to 1. He's in this type of field. He has been out of form, but he, he does have course form around here from the Challenge Tour days. Um, so, he's one I'm debating whether I, I get involved with or not. But... Um,
1: just he missed him. Yeah, I listen, I love Bobby Mac, He's one of my favourite players. Um, I'm very sweet in him for the Masters this year as a lefty. Uh he was pretty horrendous last week,
2: missed the cut, and he didn't, was didn't get close to making the cut. I know, um, but it's only a matter of time before he, he figures stuff out and start like he, he could turn if he won if he turned up and won this event by three, four shots, I'd say, Yeah, fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah, you wouldn't it's be surprised at all, would you? Yeah, true. True. And that twenty-five to one is just close enough to the temptation mark but um i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with J.B. hansen for now and uh look i, I know you don't want to get into the, the Saudi any other bets actually Donny is just just a one. no just uh just
1: Armitage fifty five to one and then Tom McKibben uh three hundred to one based off purely national pride.
2: that he was, and just the the last thing I'll I'll mention and Donny you don't have to Engage me in conversation on on the Saudi.
1: I don't like. I don't want to make it seem as if like I lie in in like at home weeping because. I they're know, playing I know, look, I'm, I'm only trying to I wind you think, up. I'm I only trying to wind you up, on the, you A murderous
2: regime, and they can go and fuck themselves. You know. Well, that's, that's again. I, we've been dealing with facts in this podcast, and that is factual. So I'll um I'll agree <laughs> with you there. Look, what, whatever you think about, should there be golf in Saudi? Should there not be? The fact that Dustin Johnson is eight to one to win this tournament for me is just a. The most outrageously priced if you're going to compare it patrick Cantley is six to one 13 to two to to win a fully stacked field in pebble beach and um dustin johnson is eight to one to win at a course where his uh, course form reads first second first over the last three years is absolutely outrageous to me if if he was nine to two four to one on dustin johnson i i'd still be tempted to get get on him um so yeah, I'm I'm potentially you know, looking at, go ahead. Yeah, I agree, Steve. Do you know
1: if Dustin Johnson actually goes ahead and wins, um, he actually wins an extra twenty quid than if he just turned up? Oh, does he? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, he can 20 buy, quid. that's what maybe, it's worth to him. By a couple of points, maybe or something yeah, like well, that. He just won out in Dubai. But yeah, in terms of in terms of the difference between between him turning up and him winning is about twenty
0: quid. I'm mm. fact- to say I'm also on on DJ as well for the uh, Saudi.
2: Animation. Yeah, no, it is it is a scandalous price, isn't it? Like it, it's it's price. just one of those. It's a scandalous event, a scandalous a scandalous regime. There's a lot of scandal <laughs> going on, um. But the biggest scandal of all, even worse than all the atrocities going on over there, is that Dustin Johnson is eight to one. If, if you ask me, I mean that is just outrageous, outrageous value. So get involved with that. Whatever you have in the the bank accounts in the uh, the betting accounts, just get it all on DJ. Yeah, really we like, yeah. I, I I I am developing myself and Brut, develop a
1: reputation of backing favorites, but personally, the DJ Patrick Cantley double is fucking money this week.
2: <laughs> well, you're missing the real the real um, treble. we'll, we, we, we'll, we'll see. Is, I, yeah. I I would be I'd be really fucking worried about uh about Cantlay. Yeah, no, I get you. But if, if you're telling me that Cantley is a more likely winner in the President's, or not, I'm looking at the President's Cup market here. Uh, if you're telling me Cantley's a, a more likely winner than um, Dawson Johnson is, according to the... Oh, budget, no, no, not at all. No, magic, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, put them in the double, and I, I'm not doing it out of principle, but I fucking would. <laughs> Damn your principles, Donnie. Any other, any other business? Do principles read? make me a poor man. They do, yeah, yeah. But you're rich in, uh, rich in morals. Do you know what I mean? So that that counts yeah. for something. Ah, brilliant! My unborn children are rejoicing. They are. They are absolutely. <laughs> um, do you want to? Do you want to recap on your bets, Tony, for the week? Or do you have any any other business to discuss?
1: No, that's that's me.
2: So um,
1: Pebble or sorry, AT and T. Obviously, it's it's included by Gas and Monterey as well. Seamus Power, um, Mackenzie Hughes, Seamus Power, twenty five to one, Mackenzie Hughes, forties. Peter Malnati, 100 to 1, is a speculative one. John Murphy, 400 to 1. Uh, best of luck, John. And then over in Dubai, Marcus Armbridge at 55 to 1. And again,
2: Tom McKibben, best of luck to Tom. Um, he's 300 to one Yeah, uh, there my bets. Beautiful. And quickly for me, McNeely, 28 to 1 in Pebble. Uh, Kevin Strillman, 50 to 1, and Chez Reeve, 100 to 1. And in uh, the UAE on the DP World Tour, I have jb hansen at 35s and i haven't committed to dj yet in terms of how much i'm going to put on him but I, safe to say i will be back and dj at eight to one and i also have a, a nine thousand to one certainty treble posted on our twitter page <laughs> so if you want to get involved in that um by all means feel yeah, free and just give do me 10 10 or something you can just tell me a 10 percent if oh, it comes in for you your um, generosity knows no bounds i know yeah and i think that i think
1: that's awesome is it Donny? That's us. Best of luck with bets this week. Um, thanks to everybody for listening. As always, uh, tune in next week. Actually, next week we have such a fun guest coming on. Uh, I'm very excited. He's a uh, a guy who i befriended many years ago, who's gone on to insane success. Um, yeah, more to come with that one. But
2: uh, buzzing for that. Bosom yeah, for that. Be, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yep. All right. Well, look, Donnie, You have a good week. Best of luck with your bets. Yeah glad we got past our first little argument live on the podcast. I know. Well, look, we'll um, <laughs> to, to be continued, I think, is the best way to put it. Yeah. Right. Good luck You're and fuck f- you. Peace, you prick.
0: Just take a moment to admire the fact I just did a fairway. There's,
1: there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right
0: at it! Oh! He's Spain. done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Yeah.
1: Shane Lowry is the Open champion.